Hi, and welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast. My name's Chris, and I am joined by none other than JB. How are you, JB? Very well, thank you very much. Just obviously, we've just came off the back of some good news this week. Very excited for you, those of you that do not know. I am joining Cheeky full time as of the 1st of February. It will be a baptism of fire. We'll all <laughs> go over that later in this podcast. But yeah, super excited to be joining up full time. Taking a big step. But yeah, this is going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. How are you, Chris? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm like over the moon you're joining the team. I think it's the first thing to sort of, uh, you know, uh, get out there. And uh, yeah, look, um, we've got a... I guess a habit of you know employing from within the community, which is which is great, and uh, you know this kind of like a tradition that we kind of want to you know keep going really, and um, yeah, big part to play in the team, you know, and all that wonderful stuff with the technical analysis. Obviously, uh, you'll be on the podcast more regularly with myself, which is great. Um, so yeah, look, really excited about this. I think it's uh, definitely going to fill a void in the the Discord for Patreon members with the technical analysis because we will have JB and Festoon um, doing the the TA, um, you know, right throughout the day. So um, any sort of, uh, I guess, uh, backlog will will be cleared up, you know, pretty quickly. And uh, yeah, looking forward to to seeing how everything uh, you know plays out. It's going to be good. I did tell you guys though. Like- not only are we investing in the market, investing yourself. That's what I've been doing for the last past while. Learning, constantly learning. See the little cheeky certificate right behind me right there. Um, yeah, invest in yourself. It's, you know, it's a little bit of advice here. Just because you invest in the market doesn't mean you can improve yourself. Invest. So that's obviously what I've been doing. I've been learning, learning, learning. And, you know, it's, it's paid off. You know, very confident doing um, a bit of TA. Enjoying the uh, lightweight theory. When I was going through the course, you know, I was, I was like, I know this bit. And then on to the next part, I was like, I know this bit. But there now, everything's starting to click here. And then I sat down with Festoon, had a few sessions, uh, the one-to-one sessions with Festoon. And we were just like, you know what, this, this, this is working. This is really good. And obviously, the magic happened from there. But yeah, spend the time, just invest in yourself. Learn, learn what it is you need to learn. You're trading in a market here. Why are you trading? and possibly not knowing what it is to look at spend the time investing yourself and you know beautiful things happen and you know that's exactly what's happened here yeah i think you know the the cheeky uh crypto school.com um you know has really helped a, a lot of people when it comes to learning elliott way theory risk management how to build a portfolio um and obviously you've got Festoon, who's a fantastic analyst, um, doing one-to-one coaching as well. So, you know, you've got the the ability to do the course and, you know, brush up on maybe one or two parts that perhaps don't resonate well with you for, you know, first time. Uh, and Festoon's, you know, fantastic. So, yeah, look, it's definitely, um, you know, uh, uh, an example of what can be achieved if you, you know, actually spend that time investing in yourself for sure. Definitely. I mean, I was sitting with a few things going into the one-to-one sessions. I was like, I, I wasn't really sure with some like diagonals and some of the triangle uh, formations. And it wasn't until we actually went into it. I was like, well, after Festoon explained, you know, like the key principles of it, obviously we have the cards in the Discord to look at. But it's not until you get like the clearer understanding of it. And it's like, do you know what? It's really, it's 
easy to say it's simple because it's not simple, but it also is when you see it, it just starts clicking. And you, you know, you can pick them out in the charts. So the one thing that I did, which is a bit extreme, but I did it just purely for practice, was I took the full chart for rows, and I charted that from day one till day today. This would have been obviously last Sunday, I think it was. I, I got up till about then, and I charted every movement on the hourly, the four hour, the eight hour, the one day, the one week, and I, com I completely charted that from day one up until I'm sure it was last Sunday, and you find every formation in there anything you need to know you will find it in that chart so that's maybe a little tip for you guys you know go and find a chart one that's got good liquidity and you'll find all these patterns in here so if you if you feel that like you're struggling to see them do a chart from day one it takes a lot of time trust me it takes a lot of time but if you really want to learn it and you you want to put maybe an hour or two hours in per night or every other night grab a chart start from day one work your way through it you'll find it and yeah, I felt that helped a hell of a lot. Yeah, definitely would. And um, yeah, look, I think uh, you just have to jump in the Discord and ask people that have done the course, you know, don't take our word for it. Go go ask the community. They will tell you straight away whether it was worthwhile or it wasn't worthwhile. And uh, the feedback we've had is amazing. So definitely go do that. I think as well, other things to, you know, updates to, to maybe just mention. We've got the Cheeky Crypto newsletter. The first one will be at the start of February. We're hoping and aiming for the first which I believe is a Wednesday. Um, definitely want to be subscribing to, to the newsletter, which is absolutely free. Um, we are trying to build a newsletter that is going to be the the first email that you you know you want to open uh, as soon as it comes through into your, to your inbox. And uh, I've got a really, really fun and engaging, um, I'm going to say opportunity. Yeah. Um, that will be potentially uh, covered in that first newsletter so definitely pay attention to to that newsletter because uh, there's going to be some real you know nuggets of uh, decent information put in there and some some really good opportunities um, definitely as i think i think you hit the nail on the head there it's a good opportunity but what we want to make different with this newsletter as chris said we want it to be the first to open i'm guilty as a lot of others that i don't look at a lot of newsletters there's a few i do subscribe to and you know they're they're quite good but we want to make this one the one you look at, the one to open, the one you cannot miss out on, because there's going to be little snippets that you cannot miss out on. But, you know, we sat, eh, myself and the, the other cheeky staff members, we sat the other day um, just on a call, ran over some cool ideas. There is some really cool ideas coming into this one. So definitely, guys, subscribe up to it. It's one you didn't want to miss out on. Um, literally cannot say too much right now, mm -hmm. but... You really do not want to miss out on it. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And uh, obviously it's it's led by the team, which is, you know, really important, you know, that we sort of articulate to people that, you know, Cheeky Crypto is more than just Nick and Chris. There's a whole team here that are very, very good at what they do, uh, putting a lot of work into, to, to, you know, make some really magical things like the newsletter and the stuff that's going to, you know, you know, fall out from that newsletter if that makes sense so yeah look um excited about this stuff i'll drop a link in the uh, description of the the video and the podcast for you to to have a look and subscribe to that if you wish to um we have also got some additional allocation for the private sale uh for hypercycles so hypercycle we got 
a pretty sizable allocation the first time round, and it sold out really, really quickly, uh, both the, the nodes and the, the tokens as well. Um, Richie from Cryptopia has managed to get some additional allocation. I think it's about $50,000 worth, plus some nodes. Um, so these are going to be available for Cheekyverse NFT holders and Diamond Pass NFT holders. So the Diamond Pass NFT is available in the Discord for the current NFT holders. Uh, they can have an opportunity to purchase it before it goes out to, to the public. Uh, and I'm probably going to look to release uh, that um, opportunity to the rest of the Discord. So if that's something of interest, um, definitely jump in the Discord. Link is in the description of the video. Now, I kind of feel like we've we've gone over quite a lot of stuff, but we haven't even touched on any of the news. So we're probably like 15 minutes in now. It's not so. even just that, though. There's like... I know we do say this fairly regularly, but there is so much going on in the background. There's so much still to come out over the next few months within Cheeky Crypto. So you guys that have stayed about, you guys have joined up. This is for you. You know, Chris and Nick have worked incredibly hard to build this. We, as a team, are all working very hard to continue to build this. And you as a community are helping that happen by staying here, joining up, staying engaged, you know, stay around continue to do so we're not far off a bull market and there's more to come from cheeky crypto just you know hang tight i like but this this opportunity in, in in the uh the newsletter i am so hyped for it. it's going to take a few weeks before it 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 happens but um yeah it's going to be a bit of fun but I also think it's an opportunity. Yes, definitely. Like right, for... before we do say any more, we'll, we'll <laughs> stop there because yeah. What we'll do now, we will quickly dive into the market because as we know, this market has been ludicrous recently. It has. We are now 1.05 trillion trillion market cap according to coin market cap, which is absolutely insane. I've never seen it going this high. This is a bear market rally. There's no doubt about it. We're seeing obviously a lot of FUD. On Twitter, there's some speculation with some members in the Discord, which is rightly so. Feel free to speculate on it. But there's a lot of metrics right now showing that this is just a bear market rally. Nick put a phenomenal Bitcoin video on Saturday, which would have been the 21st, diving into all the metrics as to why this is just simply a bear market rally. A few things I would like to go over. 1.5. 1.05 trillion market cap. It's huge, but it's just a bear market rally. Fear and greed index. Said I'm going to cover this. I'm going to continue to do so. We've now jumped up to 53. We're in a neutral point in the fear and greed index. So just to recover, if we're at one, it's super green. We're going to the moon. If it's red, it'd be 100. We're going, you know, Bitcoin's going to zero. So we're at 53. We're right slap bang in the middle of the market. Nobody knows what's going on. And why is that? Well, let me tell you. Bitcoin right now on the weekly, according to the stochastic RSI, oversold, eh, overbought, sorry, overbought. The daily, overbought. The eight hour, overbought. The four hour and the one hour, they're jumping about. But, you know, the big time frames that matter right here, they're all overbought. Telling us what exactly the market is due to correct. The, the thing is with all of this, if we just rewind a few podcasts, I did say to expect some bear market rallies, like it was coming. It was, it was time. And, uh, 
I also, you know, been talking about the the fact that we need to think about who benefits right now from this, you know, insane pump to the upside. Like who is, you know, to to benefit the most? Like who needs liquidity? <laughs> who needs to to potentially sell some of their exchange tokens um, or lending platform tokens? You know, like yep. you know who's been struggling who's on the verge of bankruptcy you know looking at ftt up 140 percent i think we highlighted on on one of the podcasts and um you know like who's buying that shit like who's speculating on that shit one that's really got me right now is solana solana has skyrocketed in such a short period of time i mean i'm just going to quickly look here for fact we've dropped to eight dollars on solana and as we talk right now, it's trading at $25 over the course of, what, a couple of weeks. Solana skyrocketed. Again, it's just all part of this bear market rally. Yeah. I personally see it as some short opportunities coming up very soon. Again, I'll go into this in a minute, why I can see this happening. But, you know, this is a bear market rally. Yeah, I think it's a heavy manipulation uh, as well. I think that... Um... It's it's interesting, Solana, that you call Solana up because uh, I saw a post on on Twitter about how people influencers and like we were tagged in there. Um, there was a there was a slight, I guess, um, compliment in in there that you know our channel was uh, amongst some very big channels, um, and I'll come on to that in a moment. But it was basically talking about you know a lot of people you know were saying that Solana was going to die and. You know, now everybody's like pumping it, like, you know, and I guess they're talking about the influencers that, you know, we were tagged in with. So I replied saying, like, clearly you, you haven't been watching Cheeky Crypto because, like, you know, uh, I said I highlighted to 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 basically short Solana when it was like thirty six dollars. Um, and at the same time, I was saying, I don't think it's going to die like and I really don't think it's going to die. I think it's going to go on and it's going to do do all right. But, you know, I, I was kind of, you know, at $36 saying I expect sub $5. Um, we also highlighted, obviously, FTX and BlockFi before ZZ put out his tweet and, and stuff like that. So I was like, I really don't understand why you've tagged us in this. Um, but the reply was um, I, I tagged in big accounts, which I thought was a bit of a compliment because we don't see ourselves as like a big account, like not like you know, altcoin daily and, and some of these other channels that, you know, were, were next to us, uh, being tagged well, first, in. First of all, that's, it's not noticed for you guys, you know, you are being noticed now as, as I say this, I mean, you guys as in cheeky crypto, you know, you're being noticed now for the calls you've been making, which, you know, they play time and time again. So as we're at $25 for Solana, do you still see sub $5 for Solana? I, I do think that we will. And uh, I know this is going to raise some people's eyebrows um, and, it, and it might not actually happen, but yeah, I still think that, you know, there's a potential for it to happen. And um, the thought process that I have around this is these uh, big companies that have failed and gone bankrupt and are in the bankruptcy sort of process, I guess, um, they hold an awful lot of Solana. So I do think that eventually it's going to find its way onto the the open market. Um, now, I was anticipating that it would land on the open market whilst we're still in a bear market with the macro looking terrible. Um, so 
you know, I'll, I'll caveat the five, you know, sub five dollar for Solana that when that comes on to, to the open market, we're still in a bear market and the macro doesn't look good. Yeah. Um, if it does, you know, and we don't know what that's going to look like, right? We don't know when that actual pivot's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen right now, as many people are, are making out that it will. Um, the US might be forced to do something, which is because they've hit their debt ceiling. Um, you know, I think that was a few days back. Um, so they might have to do some stuff uh, to to be able to to basically service that debt. So um, there's a few moving parts to really you know so you are kind of guessing but you know even you know sub five dollars i wasn't that far off if eight dollars was was the low for it you know we were talking uh, you know 36 dollars before the crash of ftx and um you know people were calling me all sorts back then so yeah uh, i think uh people would have more understanding now listening to me than when i was saying to short it at like 36 dollars definitely so i think obviously now would be a good time to jump into why we can see the market going back down so a few things obviously i would like to cover off here like obviously tell you guys all the time every week every sunday i put out a, a little chart in the discord for the week's events now the next two weeks are very juicy i touched on this earlier when i said i start on the first of february We'll tell you why this is going to be juicy. But first of all, this week coming up, we have quite a lot of inflation rates coming out around the world. We have the GDP rate for quarter four for the USA and the core price index for December for the USA. All good things that may move the market. But this isn't going to be the key one. The key one for me is the following week, which commences the 30th of January. This is going to be a huge week in this space. I feel this may be the week we see the turn. Don't quote me on that. It may happen before because obviously what's going to happen this week. But I do see the week commencing the 30th of January to be a big turn. And I'm going to quickly go through a quick list here of a few things that are happening. So we have more inflation rates around the world, more unemployment rates for January for obviously countries around the world, the GDP rate for the euro area, I think that's going to be quite important. Consumer confidence for America for the month of January. The core inflation rate for the, uh, the euro area. Very interesting. Now this one's going to be the big one, is the Fed interest rate decision for America. That is on the 1st of February, the day I start with Cheeky Crypto full time. On the 2nd of February, we have another two interest rate decisions from the Bank of England and the ECB, which is the European Central Bank. And then to finish that week off, which is going to be blood, will be the unemployment rate on Fe February the 3rd, which is a Friday. So that week is going to be huge, my opinion. So obviously, a number of things are just listed off there. If you missed any, just quickly go back, read through them. The charts will be in the Discord. I can see where this market's going to move. It's all these... Announcements coming out around the world, big ones from America, big ones from Europe. Yeah, there's possibly a turning point on the horizon. And I can see it starting, yeah, not this week coming, the next again. Yeah, it's going to be uh, very, very interesting. What interested me earlier was uh, Genesis uh, bankruptcy will be quick and efficient. 
<laughs> says the interim CEO. Yeah. Uh, have, when has anybody seen a bankruptcy that is quick and efficient? I mean, nobody gets paid if it's quick. <laughs> you know, not not what they normally get paid anyway, uh, unless it's a fixed rate, of course. <laughs> I mean, how how could it possibly be quick? There's a hell of a lot of money going here. Any bankruptcy, in my eyes, in my opinion, any bankruptcy takes a long time, you know, to process, to go through, to finalise. Everything else that's tied up inside it, because it's not just a little, a little company here. This is Genesis. Genesis are huge. It was around about three point six billion. They have to repay creditors. Yeah, I think it's around that. It was, uh, it was an obscene amount when I uh, when I did a video on it. Um, yeah, it's. Uh it's it's sizable and you've got other opportunities uh for, for people with like uh coindesk for example uh you know being floated around for sale um yeah. So, so yeah there's lots of opportunities uh to get into some some well-known companies on 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 what i would like to think is the cheap i mean i don't think 200 million for coindesk is is quite right um yeah. but yeah we'll we see where that lands obviously we can also see what else is tied up in here with genesis though I've not been on the podcast since Genesis, the news broke, which is, you know, it's a little bit frustrating. I wanted to get on, but, you know, as you guys know, a lot of things have happened recently, so we've just not really had the chance to to do things. I had to sort some things out personally. But we have the likes of Gemini, Bitvavo, Cumberland, all tied up here as well. 3.6 billion um, is the number that's been floated around. It's just so crazy that this has been allowed to happen, you know, even after the likes of FTX, the likes of Luna, that we're still seeing this kind of thing happening. It's just, what was it? It was January the 20th that the bankruptcy was filed for Chapter 11. Mm. Now, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm literally kind of lost for words here that this is going to happen. And that is finalised. This is going to happen. Genesis are going bankrupt and it's going to kill the market and the fact that we still have a lot of influencers in air quotes for those that are listening that are pumping the market the bull run has started how can a bull run be started when we have this much money you know up in up in the air that we just don't know what's going on with it's it just dumbfounds me that, that you know this is still Folk are still thinking this way. Is it something up, up to around 100,000 creditors um, are affected by this 3.6 billion? There's so much money, so many people affected, so many companies, institutions, lending platforms are all affected by Genesis going bankrupt. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's going to not be uh, quick and I don't think it's going to be efficient either to be quite frank um, yeah like uh, I don't know if he's gone for the job and that's what he's told everybody and he's just sticking to his lines um, but yeah look uh, I, I don't I don't believe that that's going to be uh, quick and efficient uh, to, to be honest one, one thing other... that caught my eye with Genesis yeah. sorry to interrupt you there before they filed the bankruptcy a few transactions they made and it really you know it really jumped out to me 50,000 Ethereum moved to Coinbase, 20,000 Ethereum moved to Bitstamp, 5,000 Ethereum and 3.9 million USDT moved to Kraken, $7.7 billion worth, no, 7.7 .7 million Phantom tokens moved to Binance, 
and 36 million USDC moved to a new address. So they knew they were filing. They knew everything was going on, yet they still had the opportunity to move so much money before bankruptcy was filed. Yeah, uh, we all saw that in the Discord, obviously, with all the uh, you know the uh, feeds that we've got going in uh, with, with the data and everything. So, yeah, look, it's really interesting. And, uh, yeah, it was exactly uh, what we were, were all thinking was coming to, to fruition in, in our Discord. And, uh, yeah. I was saying how quiet it was and to, to be expecting this. I mean, I was already using terminology as if it was just a matter of time. So <laughs> go back through the videos. It's quite amusing. I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Uh, I was like, yeah, when? When they uh, file for bankruptcy. It wasn't like if, it was when uh, and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, felt confident uh, that they were never going to achieve what they had set out to achieve. And Yeah, uh, definitely. It's, it was just it was just too much of a, a tall order to to achieve that and uh you know we need to to obviously be honest and um you know i i guess expect you know to to expect that um but hopeful that they could do it right like nobody wants to see anybody fail at least uh, that's my perception of the the lay of the land um the other thing that caught my eye which um on the face of it seems really, really big. Is this stuff around Binance uh, mm -hmm. users unable to transfer below 100k via Swift from the 1st of February? Um, I think this is the signature bank only. Um, and I'm led to believe that it's actually not as significant as um, as it may be perceived. It's like 0.1% of people that use this. One, one, one quote here as well, it's saying, obviously, the crypto exchange blamed, um, obviously, the crypto exchange here being Binance in question, the crypto exchange blamed the new decision on an unnamed banking partner. It said the bank was restricting access for all of its crypto exchange clients. As of press time, no new exchange had announced a similar restriction. So this is unique to Binance. Less than 100K, so $100,000 cannot be moved via swift so i think since i guess this came out there has been further updates so there are other exchanges that this impacts it's not just binance anymore. right okay um i can't remember the name of them all um but it's still only one percent of people that use this so I, I don't think it's as big as as people uh you know, perceptionally believe. So but could they obviously see a snowball effect off the back of this for whatever reason it is they've done it? I can't still can't understand why it would be put into place, but you know, could we see a snowball effect come off the back of this? Could other exchanges implement the same restriction? And hey, I... let's look at a bullish side of it. Could this be really bullish for XRP and Ripple? You know, yeah. moving in, diving in on top of uh, Swift banking here. You know, I I, think... I, I'm, I'm looking for the for the good side of it as well. Yeah, um, I just think that it's obviously terrible for that one percent, like zero point one percent of people. Um, but I don't think it's a, a big deal. I think this bank potentially has a lot of exposure to to crypto, and uh, I have mentioned, and it's going to become more apparent. Non crypto companies are going to be heavily impacted and filing for bankruptcy. Uh, soon as well uh, some already have which i highlighted in yesterday's podcast i believe or 
yeah the, the main channel yesterday um so yeah like there's going to be banks that you know are also struggling because they've got too much exposure to to, to crypto and maybe this is just th this particular bank's way of poorly handling a situation um yeah. <laughs> I, I i don't know maybe um but yeah look i think the exchanges will just find another route in um yeah it's it's one of those like you have to be agile and the exchanges that aren't agile in their approach to you know when shit hits the fan um won't be here in the future uh, it'll really just be the ones that are able to to navigate better because they are working in a more agile way. Um, so look, I don't think this is it, this is a huge thing, um, but time will tell, right? Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Yeah, definitely. It's. I mean, it is always obviously one of those things that we have to we have to cover on here because the one percent may be watching today, they may be listening, so. We do feel for you. We do see it as very unfortunate, but I do trust that there'll be a loophole here. There'll be another way of doing things. So, yeah, not overly concerned by this. But yeah. again, if if it were to become a snowball effect here, we do see hopeful bullishness for the likes of XRP and Ripple. There's always good things to come off the back of this if it did snowball. So it's not all doom and gloom here. But I think I'll quickly move on now. And it wouldn't be a podcast without talking about FTX. Has to. Has to happen. Has to happen. So we're seeing here, uh, it's again, FTX and money. It's just every single time. But it comes to me as no surprise that SBF could be made to forfeit as much as $700 million. What a surprise. So this is obviously his shares in Robin Hood. I think it's 55 million um, shares he has in Robinhood, which is around about $525 million worth, plus some bank accounts of his. Now, I found that to be very interesting, the fact that they've got into his bank accounts and found $171 million. Just just $171 million lying about. Oh, hold up here. Like, I'm pretty sure he just said he had, like, one credit card with, like, $100,000 on yep, it. Very much so. But apparently oh, yeah. there is a bank account tied to SBF with $171 billion in it, and it looks like it's going to be seized by the US government. And that deserves a big <laughs> round of applause. It, it definitely does. I mean, uh, look, you clearly can't believe a word that comes out of this guy's mouth, right? No, definitely not. Yeah, for sure. Um, you well, know, it's, not, it's not the only thing FTX here. And this one... When I read through it earlier, it bugged me a little bit. Now, this is obviously what to do with the FTX court case, the bankruptcy case and everything. And the judge that's presiding over the case is now allowing Sullivan and Cromwell to litigate FTX bankruptcy. Now, that might be a name that's not really familiar to a lot of people. It may be to some. So the name, two names in question here is Sullivan and Cromwell. So... They have ties to FTX. They have previous ties to FTX. The issue I have here is a conflict of interest. Uh, Judge John Dorsey, he overruled a claim lodged by FTX's customers. Now, they've alleged that the, the firm, uh, Sullivan and Cromwell, previously worked for FTX, not just re not um, representing them or advising them. They worked for FTX, and this itself 
um, presents a conflict of interest for the case going forward. And I fully agree with that. Even previously, if they were only associates or they were representatives, it doesn't matter. They had previous dealings with FTX. They knew what, it, what was going on there. You're absolutely dumbfounded if you think that they never knew what was going on. These guys were in all the paperwork for FTX. And it's now got to the point for the bankruptcy case that they are now legally being allowed to represent and oversee, or sorry, to litigate the bankruptcy case for FTX. I think it's absolutely bonkers. Scandalous. It really is. But like, I mean, what do you what do you expect? I mean, like, uh, I I talk about the SEC a lot, and uh, I I kind of feel that they haven't really done anything to protect investors at all. And surely they should be stepping in. You know, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like it's a fair playing field. It certainly doesn't, but it just gets me that you know, this is obviously the U.S. government's allowing this to happen. So they they now at this point know, know pretty much everything that was going on with FTX, Alameda, that goes on and on, and they they will at this point know that. Sullivan and Cromwell were just we'll just call them associates for now of FTX. So how can they be allowed to represent litigate the case for their bankruptcy? It just it's absolutely outstanding. Oh. Friends oh. of friends. Friends of friends. It's like it's gotta be. It's gotta be, you know, um there's gotta be some very senior people heavily negatively impacted by anything that comes out past behind them yeah. under the table yeah yeah um it's going to be it's going to be interesting to to see what happens obviously the 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 floating of the potential um i guess reinstation like re reinstation of um um that's probably the wrong terminology what am i trying to say here reinstatement reinstatement that's the word i was looking for of ftx US exchange. I mean, like, it's just bonkers. Yeah, it really is. Like, there yeah. is no other words. There is no other words right now. And I know it's a bit of a meme in the channel, but it is bonkers. It is. It is. Um, but the SEC are, are, are at it again, aren't they? Mm -hmm. um, Certainly are. Um, Mango market exploit uh, stole 116 million by manipulating securities, apparently. Yeah. So again, this isn't something I, I kind of know too much about here. Mango market exploiter Abraham Eisenberg. Um, so basically saying he's has the, the Mango token um, was manipulated to steal $160 million. This was released on the 20th of January. Um, this article is on beatencrypto.com. Well worth a read. Just something a little bit different. A bit different to FTX and Voyager and Two arrows capital, you know, the usual stuff. It's just something else that's going on. Definitely worth a read here. But um, the head of the SEC um, and assets and cyber unit, David Hirsch, he has said, well, he has left, right, I've got my words mixed up here. He says that Eisenberg, uh, his actions left the platform at a deficit when the security price returned to its pre-manipulation level. So after taking out all this money, Essentially, no money was left there, and it, yeah, basically, like liquidated where he needed liquidate to steal all this money out, and yeah, done a run on the, on this um, on this market. Yeah, look, um, I'm pretty sure that 
the SEC uh, could have found the same for various other individuals <laughs> in the space, uh, but chose not to because uh, if you p- play, you can play. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a play, a pay to play uh, market. Well, it's the, the SEC is on an iteration of the Hunger Games. Let's be honest, that's what's going on here. Oh, what is it? Um, Nexo have um, paid paid their uh, um, entry fee, and uh, now they can have their lending pl- uh, program uh, in the US. Um, but like, hold on a minute. Like, let's rewind. What about all those you know security sales? Yep. No, the, this is this seems to be the end thing with like, a lot of these exchanges. But when Nexo pay their money, they can play. Yeah. Like, it, honestly, it's... Uh, Shouldn't be happening. Yeah, it, like, just my perception of of uh, how, how it looks. But, yeah. Um, is it worth talking about Shiba Inu? Make this kind of the, <laughs> the last thing we, we cover off. Because I know that it's one of Nick's, like, you know, little pet projects. He, he does like this one. Yeah, Nick has been talking about it in the Twitch streams in the morning. I think he did say I figured he was going to put a speculative investment in. Um, so what's your thoughts here, Chris? Shiba Inu, a layer two. Well, Nick talks about shit coins a lot, right? And uh, I was saying, well, it's actually got some potential upcoming utility to to this one. And obviously the layer two aspect of things has, has now sort of come to light and uh, is progression, uh, progressing nicely. So, um, yeah, look, I think it's got potential um, but is it something like I would choose to invest in if if I was going to, it would just be for a laugh and it would just be play money. It's not something that I would be, you know, going degen, you know, heavy into, <laughs> yeah, it's my, my opinion. What I'll tell you here is there is some folk that are going quite heavy into it. So according to whale stats, the top 1,000 ETH whales, um, they hoovered up. $422 million worth of Shiba Inu in less than one week. Now, obviously, this is all on-chain. You can go and find these, find all this. Sorry, guys, I've got the football in the background and my team's just <laughs> went penal down. Sorry, I'll go back to it. Um, yeah, $422 million worth of Shiba Inu moved in less than a week. It's all on-chain. You can see this all moving. There's been, obviously, a lot of talk recently about Shiba Inu being a layer two to rival the likes of Doge. Yay. Um, <laughs> now, if there was, for me personally, I've already covered this before. If there was one I was investing in, it was Luna Classic. I don't invest in it anymore, but I think I think it would be wrong not to take a punt on one of these little things, the likes of Doge, Shiba, Luna Classic, whatever else there is out there. Speculative investment, if it does well, you've just made a hell of a lot of money for something that you don't really believe in. What, what's more beautiful than that? I don't think there is anything more beautiful than that, to to be honest. <laughs> I really don't. Um, but yeah, look. I, you also I see, think... though, when these things move, they move. You know, uh, they're micro cap. They jump huge volumes. So when they jump, they, they bloody jump. You, you make some quick money on that. You make some good money. Good good percentage returns. Yeah, not for me. Not for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything you, I guess, final final words, anything you want to cover off before we sort of uh, wrap this one up? Um, for me, I'm going to go a little bit personal here. It's just a thank you to everybody watching and listening. Um, the nice, kind words I've had in the Discord, a couple of messages I've had as well. You know, it's been a big step for me to do this 
just like the podcast alone was a big step. So moving even further forward to join up full time here and leaving behind us a big career. It's no secret I work with Tesla. Um, walking away from that, it was very hard. It was a very big decision, but you know now's the right time. This is the future. I'm I'm ready to be a part of it. So yeah, just a big thank you to Nick and Chris. They believe in me. Festoon believing in me. Um, yeah, let's make magic happen, guys. And I'll leave you as always. If you are going to trade, tight stop loss, make great games, stay safe in the space. And I'll see you in the next one. Yeah, and uh, I echo that. Really excited about obviously the the next steps, and uh, really, really looking forward to to seeing where the Discord and the Patreon membership uh, side of things, you know, uh, levels up to. Um, really exciting times. So if you haven't, um, you know, checked out the membership, do check it out. It's um, you know, huge amounts of utility and there are loads going on. I think we've got an XRP quiz on Wednesday. Um, you know, just a bit of fun, but a bit of fun where you can learn about crypto at the same time. So if you're new in the space, um, or if you just want to have those bragging rights and uh, think you know it all when it comes to some of these crypto projects, jump into the Discord and prove it. See if you can win the quiz. Um, loads going on, uh, two AMAs each week, uh, technical analysis on tap. And um, yeah, look, it's, um, you know, if you go into the the trader tier, we've got artificial intelligence uh, trading uh, ideas um, that, you know, are straight direct off of the charts that the technical analysts are, are putting out. So there's just so much going on. Check it out. Uh, if you enjoyed today's podcast, mash up that like button, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, tap in that bell, selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video. And I will also catch you in the next one. Take care.